0: Welcome to the Real Estate for All podcast, where we aim to enrich your life and provide information to inform your real estate decision-making process. I'm your host, Frederick Middlebrooks, Realtor and Navy veteran, joined by Cynthia Davis, owner and broker of Alert. Let's get into it. Back today, talking about agency buyers and sellers' agencies. And agency is the relationship that you have with a real estate professional. So, buyer agency is the agency or the relationship that you have with a real estate professional that is representing the buyer, and a seller's agency is the agency that you have with the real estate professional
1: that's representing the seller of a property. So, uh, let's get into it. I'm excited about this topic today, agency. You know, we've been in real estate for quite some time, and I want to help our uh, listeners to understand that the importance of having an agent to represent you. And when you enter into that relationship with an agent, you're in an agency relationship. Now, let's talk about buyers first, because buyers are generally the ones that are riding around neighborhoods looking for homes. They see a sign in the yard and they like the way it looks from the exterior. So they call the number that's on the sign in the yard. And when they do that, they've made connection with that particular agent. However, what I want our listeners to understand is, is that once you do that and you begin to work with that agent, you're actually working with the agent that works for the seller. And that agent is in a legal binding agreement with that seller to represent the best interest of that seller. So buyer beware. They're not working for your best interest. So the buyer's best interest is is for them to have their own agent and have that be an agency relationship with that particular agent. And that is done usually by you signing a buyer agency. Sometimes you hear the term brokerage agreement. And what that will do is protect you. Once buyers you enter into that agreement, you want to know that you're now a client of that agent. And that agent has responsibilities to you as a client that they do not have to you as a customer. They owe you by law. They owe you loyalty. They owe you obedience. Now, obedience doesn't mean they do everything you say for them to do. They have to stay within the confines of the law, okay? And they have to have, and then they are required to disclose whatever they know that would be in your best interest. Then confidentiality, anything you tell them as a client in confidence, they cannot disclose that to the opposing party. And that's to your benefit. And then they have to give you reasonable care and diligence and accounting. And accounting means that you at all times need to know where your your funds are, any monies that you deposited with them. They have the responsibility to tell you that. So it's to the benefit of the buyer to have someone looking out for their best interest who's trained, who's well-trained, who's a professional, who's on top of it. What happens is, is that we didn't always, even when I started in real estate, start with agency. But in the 1980s, we came along and began these agency agreements because we needed to know who represents who. So buyers, you it's your choice. But if you are not a client, All the agent owes you as a customer, which is what you become if you're not a client, they have to tell anything about the property that you need to know that you might have to have an inspection to do. And they have to tell you where your money is. All of the other things that are listed prior to this, you don't get benefit of. You do not get benefit of the agent's professional knowledge, any resources and materials that they might have that would help you make a good sound decision. As a customer, you do not have access to that information because by law, the agent is not required to give you that information. They have to work in a limited capacity.
0: Okay, so just to back up and uh, discuss some of the stuff earlier, It is to the buyer's benefit to have their own agent. Um, I've had uh, friends that have gone out and looked for their own home and pursued purchasing a home without an agent. Uh, Unfortunately, some of them have done it because previous purchases that they may have had their agents were not good agents. Um, They didn't have a great experience with working with a real estate agent. And so they chose to go at it alone. If you've had a bad experience with an agent, find a good one, find a good realtor to work with uh, rather than go at it alone. Um, Because the agent that you're gonna be dealing with in the sale of a property, again, is looking out for the best interest of that seller. Uh, You as a non-professional in the real estate market might not know all of the things that a real estate professional should know in terms of uh, negotiating, not just prices, but fixes that might need to be done on the home, updates that might need to be done on the home, things that you should look deeper into with inspections. Uh, You have some homes that may have uh, mold issues and things that can surface that can end up costing you a lot of money down the line if you don't do the proper homework up front. So it's to the buyer's benefit to have their own agent. And then moving into what you were talking about with the things that are allotted to you, there's definitely just a general unawareness of all of the things that are afforded to you when you become a client, meaning that you sign a buyer brokerage agreement with an agency so that you now have that buyer's agency relationship or with a brokerage so that you now have that uh, buyer's agency relationship. And with that, there is a lot more that your realtor can do for you once you sign a buyer brokerage agreement, now they can go back for you. They can be your advocate. There's a whole lot more that they can do on your behalf and making sure that you get the home that you want under terms that are representative of, you know, fair market conditions in the the time that we're living in. So um, it's to your benefit.
1: And I know sometimes buyers are hesitant. They don't want to sign a commitment with one agent or we want to try them out and test out a few. However, being a client is definitely to the buyer's benefit. If you're the customer, the agent must maintain loyalty to the seller. Even if that agent is working with you, the buyer, and you've signed on as a customer, the law requires that the loyalty of that agent it's to the seller, so even though you are in this customer relationship, they still are not benef- they, You're not getting the benefit of all their knowledge and information. However, if you're their client, then that agent has to pay full attention to you. They give you everything. They are committed to you. They are loyal to you. And
0: that's important to know is that. <laughs> You don't have that uh, trust that you have if you have a buyer brokerage agreement um, and your own agent, uh, you you tell this other agent something, that's something that could potentially be used against you in terms of your negotiating standpoint in purchasing this home. Um, So no, it's, it's good to know. It's
1: key. It's critical that you know these things because confidentiality as a Client, that agent is obligated by law not to tell. They can't disclose it. And, if they, and as a customer, they're not obligated. So what they are able to do is provide the seller or the other agent with information about you that might jeopardize your negotiating position. So to put yourself in the best position, be a, be a client. Get you a good real estate professional who knows the area, who understands the paperwork, and who's able to guide you and protect you, because that's that agent's position, is to keep you protected.
0: Typically, if a seller goes to sell their home, one of the things that they do to help market the property and get the property listed in the multiple listing service or MLS is to go through an agent to do those things, so it it, it comes a little more hand in hand when you're a seller selling your property to go get a good real estate agent to sell your property uh, for top dollar than Mm. when you're a buyer and you have access to all these tools. You've got Zillow, you've got Redfin, you've got realtor.com. You've got all these tools that you can use and you're like, why do I need an agent? I can go and find the home I want, put down whatever offer I'm willing to pay and if they accept that, then, you know, I can get my own inspection done and then I'm, I'm good to go. It's like, maybe, but maybe not. If you have someone who knows how to work the whole contract process, they can make sure that what's in that contract when you go to start signing stuff that you might not understand due diligence periods and uh, money down and how much it's going to cost you and what's coming out for appraisals when you're dealing with the uh, lender that's lending you stuff and what they're going to need from you and what a realtor helps walk you through this entire process there's other stuff that you want to be cognizant of and you want to have a real estate professional to help walk you through And also write up for you that offer for purchasing or that counter offer if it ends up getting into a negotiation things like that helping you through the lending process with you know helping you find a good lender if you don't have one already and helping you understand closing disclosure and all of the things that are going to be listed on your closing disclosure um there's a lot of stuff that if you're not especially if you're a first time home buyer, it's a lot of stuff you've never seen, some stuff you've never even heard of, but things that are important for you to know, um, especially when it comes time to paying taxes, um, if it comes time to insurance and other things that you might need to know about other than just finding a home. Is it near a floodplain or an area that's gonna be flooding when it rains, that might up your insurance some. There's a lot of considerations that come into play that a good Realtor will help you navigate these circumstances and navigate these obstacles to really make sure you're getting the best deal, not just, oh, this is a pretty house. I can get it for the price that, that I'm willing to pay for it and we're done. There are some other questions and some other things you're gonna wanna ask and wanna know about first, so.
1: Absolutely, and to go back and touch on something that you mentioned just a few moments ago, and you were talking about due diligence periods and things of that nature, timelines. Timelines are crucial and important. Real estate is a time-sensitive business. Those timelines for your, for your uh, contingencies, end at a certain time, begin at a certain time, and if you are not understanding when it begins and when it ends, you could absolutely lose your earnest money because you were not aware and you're trying to go at it alone. So get someone who knows how to keep track of that for you and make sure you stay on time and on point with that. And another point you made was about the legal, the paperwork, the contract. That is not something that a buyer does every day. A real estate professional does that on a regular basis. They understand that, ter- that terminology that, that is in that contract, and who's committing what, and what, you mu- what, what obligations you have per that contract. Even when it comes down to writing special stipulations, those things that are not pre-printed in the contract, making sure that's written in your favor is important, It's critical. And you're right, we are focusing more, more on the buyers as a client or as a customer and the difference between. But I also want to let our listeners know what happens when they go and call on that listing. That agent whose name and number is on the sign in the yard represents that seller and not you. But you tell, you decide, you tell that agent, I want you to represent us as well. Now, that's a hard thing to do, but it is something that some states allow, some brokers will not allow, and that's called dual agency, where one agent represents both parties. Now, just give that a moment. How do you truly represent the interests of both parties?
0: Competing for the same thing, the buyer wants the lowest price for the house <laughs> and they want a house that's in a particular condition. And the seller wants to do is put his little money into the house that they're about to sell and sell it for the top, uh, top dollar, sell it for the you know highest price that they can get for it. They're at odds in what the buyer and the seller are wanting, but the negotiation is to meet somewhere in the middle. You cannot, in my opinion, honestly represent the best interest of the seller and the buyer when those interests are not heading in the same direction. Seller's trying to go high and spend as little money as they can into the home. Buyer wants to go low on the price. And if they can get, you know, new appliances put in or a new HVAC system or a new water heater, because they're like, oh, the current one's running older, if they can get a new roof put in that contract or whatever. That's what they want. They want money spent on the home and they wanna pay little for the home. Seller wants to spend his little money for the home and get top dollar for it. And generally that's what you see. So those are not you know, moving in the same direction. They're competing interests. And so with that, my personal opinion is that you can't have one person representing the best interest of both. You can have one person that can facilitate and try to negotiate to meet somewhere in the middle but that one person could also be persuaded to move one way towards the seller side or towards the buyer's side based on whatever their personal biases may be um, it's just best to have your own real estate agent or your own realtor and not work with a dual agency situation where you have one agent representing both parties one thing i will say going into uh t- just to give the sellers a little bit of love because we, we've been doing so <laughs> much so much love with the buyers um you do have homes that do pop up and therefore sell by owner for whatever the reason may be uh you have sellers that do decide you know what i don't want to go through an agent maybe they want to pocket some of the money that they uh, typically owe in commission to the agent that represents them and sometimes the agent that represents the buyer as well and so in order to save that money they decide you know what i'll just do a for sale by owner the statistics prove that that is not the best option for the seller homes tend to sell for higher prices and you are better off as a seller having your own representation from a realtor going at it alone to save whatever the commissions to a real estate agent has proven to not be the best option for you. And that's just based on statistics and research that has been done that has shown that when you have an agent working for you and they're putting together a comparative market analysis and they're looking at, you know, looking inside your home and seeing the true value of your home compared with similar properties within a, a, a mile radius or so. Um, and in that neighborhood where you stay in, statistics show that the sale of your home is better. They're able to market it to more people by putting it out on the MLS system and what a agent is able to do for you far outweighs what you pay them in commission. When you're working with contracts, if if you're not familiar with the contract writing process, the contracts that realtors have access to um, are contracts that have been reviewed and looked over by legal professionals. Mm -hmm. They are contracts that Mm -hmm. will hold up in court if there's any dispute over the information that is in them. And having a good realtor on your side advocating for you in the sale of that home is going to be someone who can make sure that what's in that contract is your best interest so you know that you have something that is legally binding that is solid that if in the unfortunate event something has to go to court you have something solid that will hold up in court because it is reviewed by legal professionals and that's what Realtors use not every real estate professional um, because a lot of real estate agents don't sign on to uh, be uh, Realtors as part of the uh, national association of realtors but it's definitely best to and worth your time and money to invest in a good realtor to advocate for you on behalf of the sale of
1: your property that real estate agent also knows what the law requires that you disclose now oftentimes what i've heard is sellers want to be able to well i don't want to tell them that this is not working or we have an issue with this or we have that and they'll never know until they get in the house and start using these particular things. Red flag. What happens is is that real estate professional will be asking the seller certain questions to protect them in this transaction as well because there are things that, that that the seller must disclose by law. Even those things where you say, no, we're selling it as is. As is doesn't mean you do not disclose it's some true. of the things. As is does not absolve you of disclosure. It does not. And once those, that buyer gets into this property and they realize that the seller doesn't disclose that this was inoperative, the seller didn't disclose that this the basement Re- floods, floods when it
0: rains. Yes, you,
1: know. you know. And so guess what? The seller has set themselves now in a position to end up in court, potentially. There were things that they should have disclosed. And because they went at it alone and didn't want an agent, it now could potentially cost them far more than if they had gotten the wise counsel of a real estate professional.
0: And with that disclosure, I don't know is not something that is a safeguard to say, oh, I didn't know. Well, it's not just uh, disclosing known material defects with the property. It's also things that you should have known. Mm -hmm. Your basement floods when it rains, and you say, oh, I didn't know it flooded when it rained. You've been living in this property for 10 years, the courts can still find you liable in terms of withholding material defects because they're saying this is something that you should have known. Like you said, this can be something that is very expensive on a seller when a buyer buys a home and there are defects that now the Buyer wants retribution for. They want to get repaid for. Sometimes even they just want to be out of the house and they don't want the house anymore. And the bur- a lot of sometimes that financial burden falls back on the seller. Lastly, I'll also throw in. Uh, the guidance that they offer you. Mm -hmm. Because you have some sellers that feel they have a home that's worth $300,000. How you feel your home is worth and the emotional attachment that you have to your home might be different from how the market values your home. A good realtor will help you see that through comparative market analysis and through
1: just showing you a lot of different things and talking and walking you through the process. Absolutely. we talked about quite a few things here today to benefit for the benefit of buyers and the benefit of the sellers.
0: I said that last thing was gonna be the last thing, but I'll add one more. With a good realtor, you're not having to wait days to hear from them, especially if they're working on your behalf to try and find you a property or uh, try and sell your property. Um, this is something that you're gonna to wanna to happen you know, relatively quickly. So keep in mind that they might be working with other clients and they also might have families and personal time that they have as well outside of what you would consider normal business hours. Just something to be aware of. They're not available at your beck and call 24-7, but they should be available to you within a reasonable time during reasonable hours as well to uh, service any needs that you might have. Thank you for tuning in. Please like and subscribe to the podcast. Rate us and review us, good or bad. Let us know what you like and how we can improve. Cynthia and myself are affiliated with Alert, a licensed real estate brokerage and real estate school. So whether you're looking to buy and sell a home or become a licensed salesperson or broker, we hope you'll give us the opportunity to help you achieve those goals. Just looking for free information? You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or Twitter. Visit the website at alertpropertiesre.com. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing.